Hello everyone, and it's another episode of UX Bootcamp. As always, I'm here with my dear co-host Yarek. Hi Yarek. Hi everyone. So, if you have been following us, you already learned how to prepare your portfolio and how to build your case studies. And now it's time to get to action. Let's go. Look for a job. That's what everyone wants and that's what we are here to help you with today. So, we will go through a lot of to topics about work and about looking for a job, so sharing your work, rec recruitment pro process, salary expectations, so there's a lot to talk about. So stay with us until the end of the episode and I can assure you you will be ready for the job market. Okay. So Yarek, let's start from the basics. I have followed all your tips I created a beautiful portfolio. I built my case studies. Where do I share all this work? So, uh, first of all, the whole job recruitment process is similar across all IT uh, industries, all IT uh, basically people. So it's, it, it applies. The, the rules that, I, that we will talk about today apply to basically every job that you can find. So about sharing your work and basically... Uh, searching for a job there's a couple of things you can do you can post it on your social media which is like for example an instagram or facebook you can use something like a dribble or uh, behance but that's actually like it's okay for your personal brand but in terms of searching for a job the best way to do this is just linkedin it's really simple but it works So what I would recommend, if it's basically it's the first step, you want to search for a job, you want to uh, send your portfolio, send your CV. I think the best solution here is just to search for the companies that you are that you like on the LinkedIn. Primarily, you can search uh, for a job on something like a Glassdoor uh, or similar job offering sites. But actually, uh, what I saw during my career is that most of the times companies uh, basically create a job offer on this kind of sites just to research the market. It's not like even the real job offer. They want just to want to check how many people will apply. So you can get really easily bored and annoyed that no one is responding to you. So don't do this. Actually, the best way to find a job is just a LinkedIn observe as many people as possible and that should work and look for look for the nice companies that you want to work with yeah basically that's it linkedin on the other hand the really really important thing is uh basically uh sharing your email or not sharing your email but sending your portfolio how the email should look like or how the message should look like where should i send it And what do you think, Aisha? <laughs> um, well, I can say for myself, like, um, uh, I think it's, it's important to have, like, a more personalized uh, message and, you know, talk about not much. You don't have to write down the whole Bible, but, like, talk about a little bit why do you think that brand is It is going to be good for you and you're going to be good for that brand. Why is it special to you uh, to work at that particular company and uh, don't have to go that far, but you have to make it sound like you research a little bit about that company or about what they do or about how you can, how you can help them get there. So I think that's what yep. I would do. <laughs> and that's it actually. So first things first, When you're searching for it, search for the companies that you like, not necessarily the ones that offering a job. It's even it applies for companies that don't have an actual offer for you. So you can write to them and ask for it. But if you are responding to a job offer, it depends if it's like a huge company or a startup. If it's a huge company, you should be a little bit more formal, mm -hmm. but at the same time, always be personal and talk about this certain company don't go with like a whole elaborate about why are you want to join in just be simple uh but it's it's good to basically 
uh, describe some of the projects that they worked on that you liked. It's 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 really good for for the HR manager because he he can see or she, and they can see that. Okay, you're you did some research. That's yes. nice. Yes. And for the startups, don't be formal. Um, you can send a message just like a hi. Uh, I found out about your company. I like this case study and this. I think your the whole. Uh, business idea is really great. I want to join in. Do you have an offer for me? I'm looking for blah, 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 and blah. Uh, that works. Uh, don't go too far because I I saw some of the emails that were like books or like yeah. the brief history of humankind. The six pages <laughs> of, you know, I was born in the da, da, da. And it's yeah. like, I... Sorry, but I don't care at the moment. Yeah. And you can feel that most of these messages are just sent across the whole industry. So it's not like the personalized, but you can see that, okay, everyone said that they love communicating and learning new stuff. And it's like, you can copy and paste that. You can just find it on yeah. Google. And I'm sure if yeah, I would search that, online. I would find yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So remember personalized message? And usually search for a job on LinkedIn. Uh, the job offers on LinkedIn are usually a real. They're not a scams. And basically, besides um, responding to actual job offers, uh, reach out to the companies that you like and ask for it. Yeah, I think it's important to mention, like you said, it's not you're not writing a letter of motivation. You're writing a message. So... Letter of motivation is one thing, and then you're going to write it or not, depending on what they ask you at, at during the process or, you know, when they're posting a job. And then you will write it potentially or not. But the message doesn't need to go that far in terms of a letter of motivation. You know, it's, it's you, you can, like we said before, and it's something that we've been repeating over and over, it's like stick to the basics, make it. Like you said, formal to a bigger company, less formal to a startup, be polite, talk about the important things, talk about a little bit of like how how you find the company, their ideals, and a few projects that they work and you think it's, it's like you, it's your profile, you like it. But make it short. Don't make it into like a long, long text or a letter of motivation or, you know, a book. You're not writing a book. It's just, yeah, it's, it's important not to confuse both things. And like I said, there are templates online for all these stuff. But uh, like, for example, I know there are lots of lots of people there. They are very good with the design, but they're not really good with their wording. Like, I don't know how to word that. How do I write that? Of course, you can use the idea of a template, but make sure that when you copy the template, you change it. You like change it up, change the words, include things that make it personal, that make like you and personal to the company as well. Like it's not personal because it's you, but it's personal because when the hiring manager reads that, he knows that you didn't write that for all the companies. You wrote that especially for that company because there is a project in that company that you mentioned there is a value of that company that you mentioned so you yep. did your research so i mean if you're not good with words because i know that's something that happens you can research for inspiration online but just don't copy and paste it just yep. you know rewrite it or use grammarly <laughs> yeah yeah, and here's an ad from our sponsor. Ha, <laughs> no, <but laughs> yeah, it will be really nice. <laughs> sponsor, there's another app actually called Quillbot. Quillbot. Uh, so it helps you like paraphrase stuff and summarize stuff. So it's a really interesting app. Uh, if you like, if you if you look for something but you don't know like synonyms or what to use, it helps you a lot with the paraphrasing yeah. and summarizing and, and it's, it's really interesting. So we're going to drop all the links uh, on the description of the episode. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's go next step. I've started sharing my work everywhere. I've started sending messages to all the companies and it's been a long time. I've been waiting and nothing. No one has spoke to me. What? 
do I do? Do I go desperate and I start working at McDonald's? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's a hard thing. It's a it's a really hard thing to digest, uh, actually. But that's a totally normal thing. Uh, yeah. I can imagine it. it it's getting d- disappointing uh, at a certain stage. It's it's yeah, it's really frustrating because. So I, I was lucky, and I found my first job after one month of search or something like one a month and a half. But usually, it can be like three months even. And it's not like three months of waiting, but it's three months of constantly searching for a job. So don't worry if most of the companies won't reach out to you, especially if you're an intern or you're looking for a junior position. Because at this level, uh, competition is really high. I mean, there are people that worked for a year or two. And they want to have an intern position because they just need to learn or they're they desperate searching for a job. So the competition is really high uh, and it can take up to three months, even more. But if it takes more, then you're doing something wrong, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember to constantly work during this phase. Uh, don't just wait. If you have yeah. everything ready, your portfolio has, okay, project closed, then let's start recruitment. No, you should work always on your portfolio. If you're searching for a job, don't have anything to do, just put another case study there. And that should help you. So three months, uh, I've sent, to be honest, like a hundred proposals or something like that. And only a few companies reach out to me or respond. So remember that. It's not like uh, American dream where you just send a portfolio to your Facebook and you will get the senior position with 10,000 euros uh, per month salary. It's not like that. It's a little bit harder, but don't get frustrated quickly. Just be constant, search for it, send proposals, and at some point you will get a job. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about like what you said. Don't get frustrated. I mean, it is you're not the only one that is going through that that phase. I mean, every like we went through that. I mean, sometimes we still go through that, even in in the higher, more like mid level and senior position. We still go through that, depending on. The, the job and the situation we are in so it's it's normal that the job market is like this so i mean don't let your frustration take you like take you down and stop you from trying like keep trying uh be sure of what you're doing like like uh Yarek said keep working you know the more you work the more experience you're gonna have the more you're gonna have to offer and then you you increase the possibilities of getting hired. So it's important that you constantly work on yourself and your portfolio and not just, oh, I'm, now I've done everything I have to do. Now I just sit down and wait. No, you just have yeah. to every day send your CV, every day do the work. Um, I think it's also good to, to mention, like talk to other people, uh, like meet other communities, enter in forums and communities. Because sometimes like out of nowhere, someone is going to say, oh, I I have a job here in my company. And if you already know this person, it's easier for you to like, you know, get the job. So networking is also very important. You know, just don't just sit down and wait. But the waiting is part of the process. So embrace it and relax and be focused. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I sent my proposals, thousands of it, and I have a question. Someone finally got to me, a hiring manager. Yes. And then he says, oh, there's phase one, phase two, phase three, and I have to, you have to do loads of things. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. What do I do? Tell me more about this recruitment pro- okay. process. I know it's a little bit more particular in the UX UI area. So tell me a little bit more about it. Okay, so uh, the usual structure of it, what I saw on the industry is that you will have an HR meeting. Mm -hmm. So like a quick introduction, uh, just they want to see if if you're a real person. Yeah. Then you will have a task. And after the task, if if it's, it's if it's positive, you will have the last call explaining some things, and it's probably the if they accept your task and they like it, 
afterwards is just a confirmation that you will basically you if they like it you will probably get a job so there are on each stage there are certain things that you need mm-hmm. to worry about and you need to be concerned and you need to be focused on okay uh, i think the best way is to learn from someone's mistakes so i can share one of mine uh which were a lot of them to be honest because i've learned during my recruitment process i had several several meetings where i failed miserably uh so first of all uh what i can see is don't be desperate yeah if the hr manager or uh, someone in the company that trying to get you in uh saw that you're just like please hire me i just want to learn i do I everything for this job yeah please i need a contact with someone they will feel that and they will probably dis- disregard you i did it basically i had a meeting where i said that okay the first thing that i would love to do is to learn that's the priority for me and i just want to change company because i want to learn 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 and i have the junior position yeah works fine why the fu- why the hell not and afterwards they send me uh basically the task mm-hmm. i will talk about the tasks uh later but actually i spent too much time on it and i've created a presentation where i was just like oh your company is so amazing i would love <laughs> to work here and the, and the whole presentation was in colors and in a branding of the company which can feel like a stalker to be honest it's like when yeah. you want to you're trying too uh, hard have a date with a girl and you just <laughs> research everything about her and you say yeah yeah i know your best yeah. your favorite color is red she she's gonna just run and Flip. call the police uh, so don't do don't don't look like a desperate person i know inside you may like just just please do it please give me a job but mm-hmm. just don't look at it just be calm normal uh maybe confident show yeah showcase that you don't care that much it's not like you ah no i don't want to do this task no don't do think, it just like this i think it's important yeah, to ahead. say that there's a thin a thin line between desperation and like uh assurance like confident yep. so like you can showcase that you really want that job but not in a not non desperate way Like mm-hmm. for example uh, a while back I I did a, an interview in my case like I work in marketing so sometimes there is not like most of the times there is no task involved but I I've, I've done the interview I've done the process and I I know I went really well in the interview and I was like I really uh I I said it like yeah I really like the the position and I did really like the position and I was kind of def- desperate But I didn't say that I was desperate. So after she said, "Yeah, we got in contact with you." And I was like, "Yeah, but I did really well. I thought we had a connection and everything." And I didn't hear back from from the person and I sent a message. I was like, "Hey, uh I'd like to know if you have a position uh about uh, if you have any news about the position because I have other offers and I'm holding myself because I really I think I, I we're a really good match." I didn't have other offers, but I was so self-confident. I was like, I'm going to say cuz like I'm saying I'm going to say that I have competition. You like you have to run for your money cuz I'm really good. So I I mean I didn't get the position but not because of that. She she said, "Oh, we really like you, but we're holding off the position right now because of of internal issues." So that is another problem, but I I'm pretty sure that if if that didn't happen i probably would have gotten the position because like it's important to like sometimes follow up but don't be desperate like hi I'm, i really like it i really want this job it's not like this it's like it's a, it's how you phrase it so you can phrase it as in a desperate way or you can phrase it as in like a more confident way i like you but there are other other ones i'm looking for but i really like you so i wanted to give you a head start like i'm putting you as as my first option like exactly. put yourself higher it's not because you're looking for a job that you don't have you're not good or you be ha- like you're good be confident about it be confident about how good you are exactly so 
that's the one thing, but don't go too far with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, sometimes junior can, maybe not junior, but even the seniors can brag about themselves and say yeah. that they've worked on many projects. I've worked for big companies in FANG. I'm just, I had multiple of webinars conducted. I'm just the best, so you should hire me. Yeah, don't, that's not don't the, be arrogant. That's not the good approach. The, exactly, yeah. I mean, keep it balanced. Uh, usually people can see that you're valuable mm-hmm. and you don't need to talk about every project in the world. Maybe you can just yeah. mention it, but don't just go... 20 minutes on how amazing you are. Just keep it balanced. Uh, that should yeah. They have uh, your about... portfolio. I mean, they know what you worked in. You don't have to be bragging about that. You know? Exactly. And other just, like, things. be confident and yeah. just not arrogant. Confident. Exactly. Arrogant. <laughs> and remember, but if by any chance they will like it, do you want to work in the environment when they like narcissistic people? No. <laughs> just just remember that you will spend some time in this work and uh, you need to care about you. So don't try to be a different person because if they like the different person, you will get really tired really yeah. quickly. So remember, be natural. Uh, usually there are a couple, basically on the first recruitment first call first recruitment process uh, first uh, basically stage there's like a light chat with the hr manager so be positive uh just become uh, be natural of just totally normal uh, yeah. afterwards if they like you then you can spend more time on the recruitment task which we can basically we, we can we can stop and talk about recruitment tasks because that's yes please that's Jesus important. <laughs> that's the I think that's more important even than the first interview. Uh, is there, the, in terms of UX UI hiring, like <clears throat> the task is like super important. I know it is for our company. It's super important. Uh, so tell me more about it. Like, how do I approach it? What do I do? So. Uh, there is a problem in our industry. Mm-hmm. The recruitment tasks suck. And period. People, especially in the big companies, they want you to create the full project uh, in your recruitment task. So first things first, remember, if you get to the second stage, which is like the recruitment task, and they will send you, they would. They will probably send you a little brief. And if the brief com- contains something like create seven screens with the wireframes, then high fidelity prototype, do a case study about it and explain your decisions. Mm. And you just, and the task is basically start from scratch. It's something wrong because I don't think any one of us can Uh, basically afford working on recruitment task for 20 hours because actually usually usually uh, this kind of tasks uh, take like actually like this task would take me like a week of work which I cannot Mm -hmm. afford just to create and for free because that's my work for free and especially be aware if the company uh, send you a task that it's relatable to the things that they are working on because that may be a scam. They want to just use you for free. See, oh, it's a really cool task, but we don't need him. We already have it done. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So remember, that's a huge problem. <laughs> uh, and it happens. That? Yeah. And it happens. So don't think yeah. we're just talking because we're talking. It does happen. So beware of scams. Yeah, exactly. So that's the one thing. Uh, if and actually, that's a good. So, like a side note, uh, I had a um, couple of uh, recruitment tasks done, and on basically when I was recruiting at the small company, uh, they sent me a task, and the task was every every uh, red, uh, red red ball flag in my red flag <laughs> just uh, raise up when I saw this task, because it was like create four screens with a mobile version for an app that we are working with, working on mm-hmm. and for the new functionality, which was like, hmm, 
if I want to really do this properly, it would take me like 20 hours and I have 48. What the hell? So I write to them, hey, I don't want to do this task. And why? And I explain to them that if they really want to test my skills, I can explain that. I can talk about it, but I cannot afford uh, working for free for 24 hours. Uh, and yeah, and actually, if you want me to work for it on this task for five hours, I cannot uh, offer you my best solutions because it's that's too. It's not enough time for that. It takes too long. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was my response. I, I I was sure that they will just okay, no worries. Then see you later. But actually, mm-hmm. the lead, the design lead, uh, called me and said, "Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know." So, but, but maybe create a one screen and don't spend a huge amount of time on it. We just want to see your uh, see your work, see your thought process. I was like, okay, that's weird. So you you're sending a task that will take me twenty hours, and then after I just say no, I won't do this. You say okay, then do it for two, for example. And what's mm-hmm. really, I think they're just testing. The, the basically the UX or UI designer by this moment. If they see that you are uh, you're basically care about yourself and care about your time and you respond with this kind of a message, they see, okay, they're engaged and they actually know what they're talking about. It. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. So, okay, maybe it's worth it to try and talk to them. And actually, I've done the task and they were really happy with it and I've got a job offer. I decline it but that's not the part of the 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 talk right now and i had this happen twice and that and the same thing happened in like a huge company which the first stage was a recruitment for a recruitment task and that was like a a mind-blowing for me because it was like a SaaS application and create a full functionality and actually the full functionality with the key screens so like the dashboard Mm. and product list which was like for me no way I'm going to do this. And I responded with basically the same message. And they said, mm-hmm. okay, but we want to test you somehow. I responded, yeah, but it's still too much. Okay, so just do one screen. I was, I, I needed to do seven. I did one and they've accepted. So <laughs> remember, yeah. if, if recruitment passes too big, don't go too far. Because I had I previously at my first uh, recruitment process when mm-hmm. I got the task, it was like create a app that will allow you to find uh, charging stations for your e-vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I was, okay, then let me go nuts. And I've created the full prototype. I've sent it to them and they said, no, thank you. I was like, I've spent like 10 hours too on much. this and I don't, didn't get anything. So remember that if it's too big, don't go too far. Don't spend more than five hours i think it's yeah the five hours is a max even for the junior position uh don't go too far with it i think another thing that you said here is really important like critical thinking you know like be critical about some of the things they are telling you to do and don't be afraid of like uh questioning you know of course politely uh and you know giving good reasons to actually question that 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 task and don't question all the tasks you receive it's not like that it's not what we're saying we're just saying like if it's something that seems unimaginable or seems like uh too much to do in just uh five to six hours you you can question it you can say look like exactly like you said like look this would take me too much time it would take me a week so work and i mean that's not what we're here to do just be polite about it but it's important to show that you know what you're talking about you know what you're doing you're not just a dumb person that have no idea why they're here just you know what you're talking about i think it that some that's what you said and i think it's really important like to to get this critical click also exactly. i have a question for you yep and i think that's a question that i've heard like everywhere on tiktok instagram like everyone what's the base salary for a ux ui designer is there a base is there a minimum is yeah. there i i hear 
I mean, I'm actually very curious about it because I've heard this question so much and I've seen so many videos about it. And I've had people from our community asking us this question and I don't know the answer. I have no clue. It's it's really fun thing to be honest because it I know it's the most boring answer, but it depends. It depends <laughs> on your uh, and actually that's it. Yeah, I mean like it depends on your location. So if you're in Berlin, of course your salary will be higher than in if you're in the in Poland, for example, in the small city. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, if you're looking for your first job, the salary shouldn't be your first concern because you want to learn. And if you will learn fast, then the salary will increase uh, accordingly. So, uh, first of all, if you're looking for an intern position, don't go with unpaid ones, unless you're like searching for six months and you cannot find anything, then, okay, maybe try the unpaid, uh, unpaid internship, but usually aim for something. My approach to that, if they, because always they will ask you about the money. And my approach uh, is that you just aim higher than expected. And actually, uh, on my first job, I was, <laughs> uh, I don't remember the exact amount that I asked for, but it was on hourly rate. And I asked for the money that, applies for the mid mid level designers or like juniors with one or two years of experience. I, I didn't work at any project at all. So I was like, yeah, I would like to earn that much. And my previous employer said, okay, let me give you like this, but like one euro less. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what's happening? <laughs> I, I've got this amount of money at my first job. What the hell? And it was actually amazing. Uh, sometimes it, it probably, most of the times it won't happen. So you will have, uh, you will earn less than you anticipated unless you're working for a huge company, then mm-hmm. probably salary will be, will be higher. Yeah. Mm, but usually try to aim higher than than basic than you can so mm-hmm. always if you for example at the junior level if you're in berlin if you got like uh one thousand euros after taxes without any uh, without any uh, experience i think that's okay mm-hmm. yeah, you can start with that and remember that it won't increase linear a linear it will increase, increase basically if after one year you're really good, then you will get double or triple yeah. your amount of money that you're getting. So it can happen. Always remember that. And that's actually the one thing that I would recommend is negotiate. negotiate. And it feels weird. It because is. Oh, yeah. I also, when it comes to the yes. negotiating part, I feel bad or like if I ask too much, like sometimes I think I'm asking too much and then I'm like, Oh, I'm going to lose that position just because I asked a little bit too much. And then sometimes they're like, I'm asking too little. I cannot work that much work that I have to do with that, like that little money. It's not worth it. I I, I can talk about like myself. I always get like mixed feelings about when it comes to when they offer me a, a, a certain amount it's easier than when it's then someone asks like, how much do you expect? And I'm like, don't ask me this question. I don't know. Yeah. The yeah I, I had a, like a nice story about my friend that's working IT and he actually for the junior position had a recruitment meeting, the last one. And they said, and they asked him, how much do you want to earn? And it's like for the, basically for the intern, that's the first job. And he said, how much do I want to earn? It's like five thousand euros a month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this is what? Yeah, that's how. That's I would love to have it. <laughs> and uh, actually, that's a good answer because yeah, it's amazing to earn that ma- that much that amount of money. You won't get it, of course. Of course not. Uh, but aim higher. It won't uh, basic. It won't if you. Of course, if you say like one hundred thousand euros a month, they will say, Very "Oh, simple. you're yeah. you're really weird. We want." want to have you here but aim higher 
uh, the worst case scenario, they will propose you less money. And but that's that's important thing. Don't be like because I usually like that. I'm usually like that. I'm proposing something, and when they respond with an offer, I'm just like, okay, no problem, man. I love I love to work for you, even <laughs> if it's like the salary is really low uh yeah comparing to my like uh my response but okay that's okay even for an intern always negotiate always try to push a little so if they come out come back with an offer just say 100 euro more and i'm in or something like this be polite of course but if you try that the worst case scenario they will say no and you sh- can always accept it anyways but the best case scenario they will accept the f- full amount that you yeah. uh, that you basically want to what you have so always try to negotiate it feels weird as hell uh for me uh, i always get nervous when i want to talk about money it always feels like they're so good that they get they gave me a job i shouldn't ask for more because like yeah. it's my master no don't do this like no this. yeah i think i have two fun facts like one is that I find very, that works for me is putting a range like uh, between this and this. And then you, you kind of leave it flexible to, mm-hmm. to for them. You, you don't kind of risk yourself to put way too high or way too low. Uh, you're okay with anything in the middle of that. So uh, it kind of like gives you a little range and them as well to kind of think in between that. And also I, that's something, another thing I heard from actually a hiring manager, an HR person, and they said, it's important to know your position and the, like the expectance from your position, your level on the country you are applying to. So uh, for example, I applied to a job here in France. I'm in France. So I applied to a job here like a year ago. And then I applied to a job and they were like, it was a job for more like a mid-level to senior position. And I, for, for, for French laws, I'm not as in a senior position because they consider senior the person that has um, graduated from master's degree Mm. after two, two years, three years. So that's here in France. So it's important to know where you are and what the company like what do you in your geographical region so so the level the, the, the in the in the job offer they said 50k between 50k and 60k per year and i was like yeah i'm applying because i have a lot of experience in my other in my original country uh so i have a lot of I like i have seven years of experience but i i didn't have my i only had my degree for a year and then I applied and I said, I put like 55K. So it's in, in the range of the offer. And then the hiring manager, as a tip, he said, but in France, you don't have that level yet. So for your level here, you have to put between 35 and 45K. Mm. And I said, oh, I had no idea. I didn't know. Because exactly. he said I was asking too much. I was like, but I'm asking what you guys put in the offer. You put, you put that, not me. Yeah, I, I'm okay. not going to ask less than what you put there. So it was a discussion that I had with him and he explained me that. So it's important to, I think it, for every position, it's important to understand where you are and what applies to where you are. And especially if you're applying to a company that's not where you are, like a remote company, like I'm in France, but I'm applying to a company in in London, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they do things? The HR, especially HR, how do they do things in London? How much exactly. is is a job there in London? So it's important to understand this geographical situation as well, especially with remote work. And we are like working for companies all over the world. It's important to understand that even before you like how much exactly. do I. I ask. Yeah, uh, about that, uh, about the salary. Yeah, that's can be really misleading uh, because let's imagine you're in the perfect situation when you want to choose. Yeah. So the question is, do you want to have more money and work for the big company where uh, the corporate company where you will have tens tons of meetings and tons of approvals and every every step needs to get uh, iteration on and needs to get approved by many people. 
Uh, or do you want to work for a small company with and earn less money, but at the same Freedom. time work? Yeah, exactly. So that's the one thing that I don't, no one's talking about that much. And for, for me, and I think for all of us, it's really important to be free with your work. That's the one thing. And the other one for yeah. the interns, it's just the best thing ever if you can work with the small company directly with the seniors because you will learn in two years, you will learn more than people in the corporate for five years. Because, and I can yeah. see that myself because yeah. I worked with like really small startup at the beginning and I was working directly day to day with yeah. the senior with 10 plus of years of experience. And the I can CEO. see that. Exactly. And yeah, I can yeah, see that. The CEO. And I can see after two years of my work, you grow. Uh, I was comparing myself. Uh, exactly. I was comparing myself to people with five years of experience. And I saw like, I don't want to be narcissistic, but I think like I worked on 10 projects more and I did stuff that they didn't hear about what's happening. And actually, if you're working yeah. for the corporate, it's not like it's not the basically the rule for the, it not it won't apply for everything uh, for every company yeah. but the, basically if you work for the huge company uh there are multiple there are huge amounts of times when you basically just will wait for something or it will take huge amount of time to accept something you will negotiate the politics inside it it's a nightmare it mm -hmm. may not be like this but I would recommend to aim for the smaller companies. And even if you don't like it and you will, you like the corporate approach, uh, mm -hmm. you will just simply learn more in the small company. And after one year, uh, you can easily change a job for a different one. So don't say situation, no to small companies, guys. Exactly, don't just go exactly. for the, the big ones, the big fish. Just the small fish are good and the small fish might become big yeah. someday. And it's I important mean, to know that you, you may be part of this, the history of that company that helped that com that company come from a small company to a big company. And like, imagine mm -hmm. when they get there, you were a part of that. And that's something you can put on your portfolio. And that's something yes, that you exactly. going to make a huge impact on your career. I so mean, think about the, it. That, that, that's a, if you really, really want to earn money and you don't care about like everything inside your work just then just aim for the biggest price and that's Big it fun. if yeah. you really want to i don't know evolve uh, in the company so actually uh, for the interns just if you get a job just accept it yes. <laughs> don't go don't yeah. go like hmm i don't have any other offer but that's an approach from like not a sure 3,000 corporate company in the Berlin, I should decline it. I should search yeah, for the dream don't. job. No, just don't. if you get an offer, just accept it. And then you can always, it's not like you're, you need to work there for 10 years. You can always yeah. after half a year, just say, but that's another thing. Even if the company is not your dream job, try to stick there for at least half a month, half a year. I would recommend that. Just don't, because here's the thing. If you have one year of experience and you worked for five companies, uh, it means on average you worked for like two and a half months uh, for the company and cannot properly start a project uh, for two and a half months because you will probably uh, need to onboard yourself and you will basically have, if you changing your your basically job that often you won't learn anything because you will spend half of your time in the uh, on the in the company just onboarding yourself so you will mm -hmm. be master on onboarding but you don't have any other skills to that so stick i i think like half a year is a good approach if if you like it of course yeah stay there stick more yeah, yeah, but that and about the the last thing about the average, the salary, I don't think the average one uh, give you that much of a context because average yeah. takes all of the values and basically divide them by uh, the amount. 
which is not perfect because let's imagine that uh, most of the people earn, I don't know, 3,000 euros, but mm -hmm. like 10% earn 100,000 euros. And then average will be like five, uh, sorry, seven to 8,000, which is totally misleading because it, it won't give you anything. So if you are really want to know uh, like on which salary you should aim to, uh, I think the median, median, I think it, that's what it's called. It's the best mm -hmm. value. So it's basically the uh, value that's separating the higher half, half from the lower half mm -hmm. of the whole data. So basically okay. it's the, the value in the middle, which can give you basically if, for example, the median is 3000, it means uh, same amount of people earn more than 3000 than mm -hmm. uh, and less than 3000. So it's like 50-50 on each uh, side. So that's more helpful to understand it. And you, you, you should look at it, not the average, because average can be totally mistaken. Yeah. Okay, so don't uh, pay attention to all those TikTok videos giving you that you're going to win $100,000 exactly. yes. on your job. That's like actually, very geez, out uh, of proportion. <laughs> of course, in the USA, the salary is much higher. Uh, yeah. in Berlin, but actually the uh, cost of living in for example New New York is tremendous so it's like yeah. uh, twice as much as in Berlin for example but at the yeah. same time if you're looking for a job in Poland uh, actually right now no never mind but if you're looking for a job in Poland you won't get the same amount uh, of money as when you're looking for Berlin. a job in, Ber in Berlin or in the USA so yeah. remember that don't don't just go with like oh i saw on tiktok that the average salary for ux is eighty thousand yeah. on the world worldwide and it's like yes of course but five countries earn like three hundred thousand a year and the other ones wanting that job exactly. as well and <laughs> exactly so yeah just you know for, for your first job like it's not that easy yep exactly Uh, anyway, let's move on to the last bit. It is my favorite bit, the avoid, the things to avoid. Uh, what should I not do when I'm applying for a job, when I'm on this job quest? Tell me. Uh, you need to have portfolio. So go back and listen to our previous episodes. Uh, that's important. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. I can hear you. Did you hear my question? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, I hear your question. And do you hear me right now? Yeah, now I hear you. Okay, I think there's connection error. Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, yeah. so again, uh, you need to have portfolio. So go okay. back and listen to our episodes. The previous one episode two. about the portfolio. Exactly. Episode two about portfolio. <laughs> episode three about case studies. You have to listen to them again. And prepare the best portfolio ever. That's really important. Exactly. That's totally, if you're just sending your proposals only with CV, don't work. Just yeah. let's keep it short. Don't do this. Uh, yeah. Don't beg about the job. And uh, if they say to you that you're not, uh, you're basically, they will not proceed with you further. Please don't just ask but maybe for an internship but please it looks weird and they will if they saw it they will be like oh that's no. desperate we don't want this kind of people here so just don't go desperate if they say no accept it and move on and the last which is i think the most important one uh, respect your time if they ask for a 30 hour uh, recruitment task don't do it respond uh, with like okay I, I get it but i don't have i can afford working for free for this amount of money for this amount of time blah 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 uh, if it's simple do it but if it's too long uh, remember that and don't accept everything at any cost just uh, remember that just learn a little bit about the company at some spot on some sort at the first your first job go with everything but afterwards just do a research and see if you really want to work for it so yeah, yeah. respect it 
yourself. Yeah, I think uh, I think to wrap it up, guys. Uh, summary, summary it up. I mean, no job search is easy. Uh, we've all been there. We've all been where you or probably are right now as interns, as juniors. We've all started somewhere. We we didn't get here like this. We have ears working and struggling and trying to find jobs like everywhere in the world, especially me, like I'm an expat. So it's even harder for me coming from South America, working in Europe. So it's, it's hard. I know it's hard. Uh, so we hear you and we are here to say, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep trying and be confident about the work you put in, about how many hours you've been studying, about your 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 knowledge, and showcase that confidence on your portfolio, on your case study, like we've taught you on the two last episodes, and also on your job quests. Like, be confident about the whole process. Don't give up. We know, like, sometimes we get so frustrated and we're like, oh, my God, it's never going to happen. It is going to happen and it's going to happen for the right place. Remember, it's maybe it didn't happen for that place that you thought it was perfect, but because it wasn't supposed to be. It was not supposed to be for you. The, the right one is going to come and it's going to be the right one for you for the time of, in the life that you are right now. I know that's a lot of motivational talking, but it is true. It is true. Just like, do it. Just do it. Like I, when, the moment I started hearing that motivational talking and like started embracing that, things turned out really well for me. So embrace that. Embrace the process. It's like the process is is a part of the success. So exactly. you are going to be successful if you put your work into it. So put your put your mind into it and work for it. So it's going to happen, and we are here for you. And we are going to help you the most we can, the best we can. Uh, and next episode, we're going to continue on this quest. And we're going to help give you more and more tips to help you on this very frustrating but uh, worthy quest of becoming a very good UX designer and growing in your career. And I'd like to thank my dear co-host again. Thank you, Yarek, for being here, for helping us, giving all these amazing tips. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and I'll see you again on the next episode. I'll drop all the links on the description. And again, if you'd like to know more, if you have any questions, if you want us to check your case studies, your portfolio, you don't know what you're looking for and you have like no idea what to do, Enter our community. I'm going to drop the link as well on the description. So we're there online all the time to help you with whatever you need. So be a part of our community. We're really waiting for you there. Thanks again, everyone. And see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks.